Welcome to Hooping This On, Season 3, Episode 14, where we watch Documental, Season 1, Episode 2. I'm Chris Lorenz. Robert Kitts. I'm Harrison Hoffman. This is James. Hitoshi Maximoto presents Documental. <laughs> All right. A uh, couple things. Sorry about the audio quality for the last episode. We're still working it out. Hopefully you made it through. If you didn't, we're sorry. There's some great Jay Cutler content in there behind all the uh, random noises. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that show last week. Uh, and shout outs to Eric, our listener that recommended the show. Our single listener. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo. Uh, does anyone have the show description up right now? I do. Okay, Harrison, give it to us. Produced by Hitoshi Matsumoto, Documental pits 10 comedians against each other. The objective is to make each other laugh in a closed room. Each contestant brings a 1 million yen participation fee. The last person to stay in the room without laughing wins. The winner is awarded a 10 million yen prize and bragging rights as the funniest comedian. All right. This show goes up and down, but I enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah. It, it took a while to kind of get going, but once it... F- once it sort of gets into it, it it, it definitely is is an interesting uh, interesting watch. Uh, I guess what the show is is like very weird because it's a Japanese show, so it's like it doesn't really fit into our normal like reality show norms. Like, there's, I don't know if there's like a reality show that we've done that's been like this. It's it's a, it's a whole different kind of kind of like it's its own thing. I don't yeah I don't know what bucket uh like TV category I would throw this in but it, it's it's, it's it like, feels very So different. as we've discussed in the past like I think a reality show it can't like can blur the lines with documentary and I think the big difference is a reality show they set up the like what's going to happen mm-hmm. they they produce the events or like what's going on whereas a documentary just follows the events right, right. so that's why I think that this is definitely a reality show but it is somewhat like a documentary where it's just like them filming this thing that's happening. They're not yeah. like they don't have ear pierces in. They're not like doing a whole lot. I, I suppose that like the closest show that I could think that relates to this is like Big Brother, right? Like there's a bunch of people in a house. Let's see what happens. And and I suppose you could argue with Big Brother that like they do events and like you know orchestrate certain uh, like things to happen. But, like, all of the drama in the house is just them. And I think that's pretty similar to this where, like, they've orchestrated this event or, like, rule for, like, a, a thing to do. But then they just put all these people in a room and just effectively see what, sees what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like solitary, too. Where, like, so, it's like a competition yeah. between 10, 10 people. It's just, like, this is a six-hour competition and it's four episodes and it's, like, bing, bang. Whereas, like, American Reality TV is just, like, kind of stretches it out more it's like if you combined like some sort of competition show where they have six contestants every week with like solitary where it's like a whole season long it's just like a longer form single contestant kind of show actually it kind of reminds me of uh uh impractical Pranksters, pranksters. <laughs> jokers. You, you you were so close, Max. I know you got the you got the hard word <laughs> out of those two. You really <laughs> did. So like those jokers guys. Yeah, we've got. It reminds me of that Joker from the Batman movie. <laughs> uh, so 
essentially the show starts out with all 10 i think there's 10 people in the room there's 10 comedians and then there's the hosts so. and the host so like the first episode apparently goes over the rules a lot so that's why i guess eric recommended to watch this episode which i think is a good idea it starts out with like somebody gets a yellow what a yellow card because they laughed and two other people laughed with them which was really funny because they were like kind of like not trying to laugh and that's kind of the whole show is like trying to figure out if these people are laughing or just and trying not to laugh and there's just like a bunch of moments like that there's not like anything significant that i can really like point out that yeah, I, I mean there remember. was like different pranks and like things that people did but yeah that that's effectively the whole show the like enjoyment of the show definitely comes out of like watching people try so hard not to laugh at something just like contorting their faces in all these crazy ways to try to not laugh there's a there's a lot of oh oh he's he's slipping he's gonna <laughs> do it <laughs> oh yeah uh it's great that there's like this host guy that's watching all the tape footage of these people and he's just laughing a ton and like he's coming in as the judge like as the ref like a soccer ref and he'll come in and be like oh do you get a yellow card, orange card, or red card? Uh, which is it seems to be a three strikes and you're yeah, out system. Yeah, Let me clear this up. Definitely, but yes. I'm not sure it's guaranteed to be a three point system. It might be like if you just like start belly laughing real hard, you might go straight to orange or red. I feel like it might come down to like if there's only three people left or something, they'll be like, "Well, you laughed a bunch there. You, you get a yellow card or something." Like right now, it's just so early in the competition to giving people like. An immediate yeah. red card it would be kind of tough but who i don't know based on the episode i'm saying it's a three strikes you're out thing and they're just dressing it up with yellow orange red card yeah. to make it, it kind of more it is funnier when he does the reveal it's well, definitely just like soccer it's like that's yeah. a great thing when the ref just like pulls out the card in someone's face that's for great. sure like it's it's worth it just for that moment okay. i like that it's ambiguous though at it, least at this point i mean ambiguous. like it seems that the contestants also don't really know what the scoring system is because they'd be like, like, oh, that's only a yellow card. He was laughing so much. Like, like, like the contestants were definitely saying stuff like that too, so. Yeah. They also, I think, didn't know there was an orange card because like, yeah. you know, it's usually just yellow and red cards. And when he whipped out the orange card, when I was he like, what? Out, when he yeah. whipped out the orange card, I started laughing because I thought, like, there's no orange card. <laughs> I mean, there's one thing that I think James didn't like, but I thought was really good was the, like, seeing the replay of these people laughing <laughs> i just love to see their face where they're just trying not to laugh and they just laugh and it's great but they did overdo it where like the host comes out and he's like let's go look at the replay and there's a few seconds of them walking over to the corner oh, <laughs> watch yeah. the replay. like i don't know so, if you sometimes it. i'm like yeah i didn't need to see that again yeah but sometimes i did like it's kind of interesting that like one of the a show we didn't mention that i was thinking about also is like there's a bit of a 24 element to this that they, like, oh, they yeah. literally have a countdown clock in the corner that is the digital thing. And there's definitely things where it feels like they're just showing you, they're trying to make it feel like it's happening in real time. Although like it definitely counted down like over an hour and the show wasn't that long. So there's definitely some cuts somewhere, but yeah, I mean, it could be that just we're watching commercials. I don't know. Like the commercial skips we're not seeing. Could be, it could be, but then there's like a bunch of time where they're just like have time off, I guess. Before we get into the minutiae, I have a question. What if we did our podcast like this show oh. and no one's allowed to laugh? But then I don't know if we want to like kick people off the podcast. I think, I think we could do like a very special podcast or something where like you get down to just like being the last podcaster. I don't want to do it right now. I feel like a lot of this bit is visual. 
So, in the minutia, we got to talk about all the prop comedy. Yeah, yeah. But oh, not, yeah. not the comedy itself, but also in the fact that they're not laughing. Like, a lot of what I enjoy is seeing the faces. That's Not true. necessarily, you know, finding out that they laughed. Because, like, a lot of it was just them smiling a lot. That's not going to go through audio very well. So, <laughs> we're definitely going to need some sort of video podcast. The one guy in the bow tie, all the, all the faces he was making trying to, like, oh, hold in his laugh. He's great. Just amazing. Yeah. Uh, there is one more weird reference I want to make. Do you guys remember like this old, like maybe pre YouTube clip of like a Japanese show called Silent Library? Oh, yeah. I've definitely seen that. And this it seems like it's kind of derivative off of that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like three people in like a public library and they keep trying to make each other laugh, but it's a public library. So somebody comes over and shushes them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Remember I don't that. remember where it goes from there, but I, like I remember. But yeah, it, it's sort of this. in that vein. But there's eight thousand bucks on the line. Sure. Eighty thousand. Well, your your eight thousand are on the yeah, line. Yeah. They didn't really. So I mean, we just get in the minutia now, Rob. Like, there's not really. There, there's nothing else with the show. Yeah. Like, yeah the the gap between base show description and minutia is like there's nothing in between. The, the show, show is minutia. The show is all. <laughs> the show nothing. Nothing big happens in the show except for. Two people, I guess two people get kicked off. Two people yeah. got red cards. Yeah. And I don't remember their names, as I never remember anyone's name. And this is doubly hard, so I can't tell you about uh, it. Was it. J- Jimmy? Jimmy got kicked off. Jimmy and Bowtie Guy got kicked yeah. off. They, this show definitely needs to do the Are You the One? Everyone Needs a Nickname thing. For yeah. sure. <laughs> it's only four episodes. Yeah, so I don't have enough time to learn everyone's names. <laughs> I need the nicknames. All right, so Jimmy, the first person that gets kicked off, right? Yeah. So he, we don't see a lot of his intro. We see in this episode him in some weird, like, schoolgirl school girl outfit, I guess. Sailor Moon outfit. And he's just pulling out this prop comedy out of no. He's like hardcore doing this, like, weird shtick, I mean, which is yeah. like. Good, not good, and you're just like, wh- what is going on? His shtick didn't make me laugh, but it made himself laugh, which was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was really glad when he got kicked off because I think the show got much better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He was he was basically like, hey, like I'm going to try out all my new bits in here because the whole thing is that people aren't supposed to laugh, so when they don't laugh, it's not going to look like I did a bad bit. So I can just try all my bits. <laughs> and then he laughed at his own new bits. Yeah. Because he didn't really know what the expectations were. Like, there, there's there's a really interesting dynamic in this show that they talk about a lot, and, like, whether you're going on offense or defense when you're in there, and, like, how, like, if you're, like, actively trying to make people laugh or you're sitting there kind of trying to keep it together, and, like, they talk about, like, when you go on offense, you kind of, you tend to be more fragile because you, like, end up being well, more expressive, and you're in the scene, like, you're putting yourself out there a little bit. You're uh, also in, I think, more of, like, laugh mode because you're trying to get everyone to laugh. You're thinking right. about laughing. Totally. And, like, and normally when you're when you're a comedian, like, maybe... maybe A good part of why people laugh is because other people are laughing. Yeah. So, well, like, yeah, when you're... the whole thing. Yeah. So, when you're a comedian, you laughing definitely will help if that's, like, part of your comedy. Which, it seems like for most of these people is prop comedy or... They're just using a lot of prop comedy in this thing, and I'm not sure. I can clear this up a bit. Um, Forms of comedy in Japan are obviously way different from American. Uh, Prop comedy is still in. Uh, 
sort of a duo comedy where like one guy plays the straight man, one guy plays the idiot is still in. <laughs> um, well, what, they kind of did that in that Japanese show we watched a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and um, also um, sort of sort of like uh, slapstick stuff, like so, s- sort of viol- not violence, but you know what I mean. There, who, who is the Japanese Aziz? I like like stand up and <laughs> yeah, like, who, like is there is there like stand up a thing? Like, there I, I there there, uh, there is stand up. It's like sort of. But it's like considered like a Western thing, uh, so like you know okay. people, it, it's slowly coming into its own. But so like the popular stuff you see on like you know sort of the late night shows is this sort of cr- weird, crazy stuff. Okay. So, so do you like? Is it clear that these people all sort of do these kind of prop things as part of their normal comedy routine, or do you think they're think like this is what's expected for this show? I think it's overblown for this show. Um, I'd I'd say like uh, the the bow tie guy. His level of props, where you know he brought some sunglasses, uh, is sort of normal. the The other guy with like all the crazy props is like not. It, it, Do we need to go through every prop that different people had? There were no wrestling Mexican wrestling masks. I mean, the I think we should hit some of the highlights. Yeah, so we'll hit the get highlights. a feel for what this show was about. Like, I wanted to go back to Jimmy and some of the things well, he did. Let's talk about Jimmy. Jimmy. Let's talk about Jimmy because I didn't like Jimmy, but I appreciated his. Uh, the one thing I really like, his best bit that I think he did was he took some rolls, some like tiny rolls, and he put really spicy wasabi on them and just ate them. And then he just like had this weird face and then made himself laugh. And it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, to me, he so I didn't realize that was wasabi at the time. Like, what is this green paste he's putting on here? <laughs> yeah, they it didn't. A lot more sense afterwards, now. they said like. He was putting this green paste on. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. And then at some point, they were like, oh, yeah, he put spicy wasabi on that. And I'm like, oh, no. Dude, that was so much, though. <laughs> yeah. That had that's, to be that's unbelievably why, hot. That's why I thought it was really funny. That's <laughs> why I enjoyed that that bit. His other bits, like, he was, like, trying to toss the roll with some sort of lollipop. Yeah, he had lollipops. And, like, he lollipop also had, like, the little hair. lamb dolls. And he was, like, pretending to give them milk out of he, a bottle. He had a whole thing with it these nine cans. He was counting all these cans. Max, can you explain the nine cans? I cannot explain the nine cans. <laughs> like, he just pulled out nine cans and started counting them and started yeah. going to some, like, the, TV commercial. It wasn't funny. Yeah, like, I thought he was just going to start drinking all the cans. The cans were empty. They were just kind of sitting there. Oh, they're they're empty. empty They looked empty. Oh, they definitely looked empty. Yeah, they were cracked. Oh, okay, okay. okay. And this is this is what I didn't like about this show, at least because in the beginning of the show, it's this weird dude counting cans, playing with dolls, just being just really weird and not funny. Like no one was laughing. Five minutes in, we were all like, "Uh oh," and then it really saves itself. And then it like started to pick up when some people started laughing. And then once he got kicked off, I think that it really started to get yeah get better. So the other thing that like started happening after this guy was like people were just hitting each other and slapping each other with baseball bats and things, rubber bands. I get what the hell was going on? With the that. rubber band thing that looked like so someone takes a rubber a band and just like band. giant rubber band and like shoots at someone. That looked like that would actually it, hurt. It, yeah, easy. like it. It seems like that's just that guy's thing. Like it the is. only thing we've seen him do is like snap people with that gigantic rubber band. That's such and a try weird to cover gimmick. up and try to cover up his laugh with that rubber band. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird that like you're about to hit somebody with this thing, but like we don't get to see any like confirmation between the two people that he's okay with that. 
Oh, like it's not like yeah. I'm just gonna hit Harrison in the back with this like rubber band or something, and without talking to him about it at all, Harrison would be pissed. I don't even. That's not funny. I don't well, even think he got permission the first time. I think he just shot him in the back with a rubber band. That's oh, what I'm yeah. saying. Is like this has happened, and I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes they might. Sometimes they might not. But like, I mean, definitely on on, on a lot of things, it seems like they're. They're kind of intentionally teaming up for a bit to try to get some other people to laugh kind of that's thing. That's true. There's, there's like some of that stuff going it on. It seems like that's what's going on, but we don't get that part of the conversation. Sure, like sure. It's, sometimes we're just staring at the host and not even like at all 10 people in this room while they're like setting up bits. Yeah. So like... We didn't think about like when they team up, that seems to be when they laugh the most, but it's it's not the other people. It's one of the people in the team. Oh yeah. So yeah. like the team up seemed like bad idea. It's 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 very aggressive. I mean I mean it's like doing it's like doing the double team. Sometimes it works great. Sometimes it burns you. You know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, but I think there's a piece there which is like when you know what the joke is, like you find it funnier. Right? Yeah, like that's, it's, that's it's kind what of getting caught up in that moment of it. Right. That's what Harrison was trying to bring up earlier. It's just like when you're on the offensive in this. Yeah. You're more vulnerable to laughing because you're trying to get other people to laugh. Whereas like when you're not trying to get other people to laugh, you're just thinking about not laughing and you're like, I'm not going to look at that. Like yeah, you're some, like, just stone. like easier to like not laugh at that point. So there was one guy, Mr. Bowtie who like was sort of uh, on the defensive a lot. People were trying to get him out pretty aggressively and he just like kind of kept like sort of turning and walking away and people would like follow him and I think that's a not a winning uh, strategy. I think you got to like turn around and turn it right back on them. I think at that point when you're being singled out, you have to like, I think you should go on the offensive then. Yeah. But then he tried to go on the offensive and just start laughing. <laughs> well, so. the, the ref gave him an arm. Did he ever get a yellow card? He got an arm. No, he card. got a yellow card pretty early. Okay. And then he was, he was walking around and like almost laughing like a hundred times. And then the ref gave him an orange card. So See, that, like, that's you, why I like, th- this is what I kind of like the show is that there's just like this ref that's just like, whatever. Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> you, got a, you got an orange <laughs> card. <laughs> like, oh, you're out. Sorry, buddy. I, I think he has the authority to yeah. skip around skip a color if he if the he deems so i think if tj had yellow cards i'd be very into that oh more things in life need to use the soccer yellow card red card thing (laughs) it's a very good system uh i don't think we should give those to trump though no definitely not uh so should we talk about the other we're talking about the other person that got kicked off bowtie bowtie guy was did he even do any bits in the show? I don't think so, but he was funny nonetheless. <laughs> like, there's this... You're probably going to see this in the picture of the podcast. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But this is dude just trying not to laugh so hard by, like, op- putting his top lip over his other lip and just, like, stretching his face out to, like, the maximum. It is great. Wait, wasn't that the Band-Aid? Or not the Band-Aid, the, the rubber band? No, no. Well, I mean, that, that was, was a, a similar look, thing. but... Okay. No. The the rubber band thing is he took this huge rubber band and like made his lips all puffy. Yeah, like, <laughs> he was trying not to laugh. Yeah, yeah, he, they he were doing it for the same reason. Exactly, a lot of people are doing these weird facial things, trying not to the, laugh. I did appreciate rubber bands guy commitment to when the ref came in, being like, "I was just making a funny face with the rubber band to make other people laugh," it's, and it's he really he really committed to that line, <laughs> even it, though it was clearly not true. It's definitely great when people try to argue their case to the dude, and he's just like. No, let's go to the tape. <laughs> they just watch the tape. I'm like, yep, okay. Like, there's this one dude that laughed with the first initial three, and he doesn't look like he's laughing at all in the rest of the show. Yeah, he's just like kind of laughed, but didn't really laugh. 
He kind of smirked. Yeah, and then it. he's just like stone face. Yeah. Uh, what was everybody's favorite bit? I mm. I have a. I, I, want, I already said my favorite bit. I have one I loved, which is uh, there's this guy named Anthony, and he keeps going around saying like, "Hey, I want to try this like move on you." <laughs> <laughs> And like three people refuse, and finally Bowtie says, "All right, just sh- do the move on me." And Anthony like sort of you know does this thing as if he's like getting him into getting Bowtie into a position to like do some like fitness move or something where he's like put your hand on your hips and look down. And then finally his move is he uh, Anthony puts his head through Bowtie's like hole between his arm, just looks up at him and says hi. Hi, <laughs> and Bowtie almost laughs. This this <laughs> that, is when that's when that face comes out. So yeah, it's it like was such a simple, good move. I loved it. There's just, there's so much build up to it. He, he's trying to get like four or five different people to do it. And everyone's like, no, you can't do it to me. <laughs> yeah. I think he's describing it as that he basically puts himself in a headlock. Like yeah, Bowtie yeah, has yeah. him in a headlock, and that's it. The, was like really weird because this is the start of the show too. And it's just like, what is going on? He was move? What? And they're just yelling at each other to like have this dude do this move on them. <laughs> and it, I was like, what is going on? It was just like very subtle. I liked it. No, the move was great. Yeah. It was like the pre-move buildup was very weird to me. True. It's funny. Yeah. So it's like a, a logistical thing I want to get into is that. So when the, the ref deems someone has laughed, he hits this button and like all the lights go red and it's basically then it's like time out and everyone can laugh as much as they want mm-hmm. and they like review the tape and he gives out the cards and then he goes and he resets. But like between him hitting the button and the reset, you're kind of free to laugh. And then there's also the thing like the three strikes. Like would it be better if it was like, no, it's one strike, you're out and like there's no break. Even when the ref comes in, you've got to be holding on the it would whole just, time. It would just, it'd be over so fast. <laughs> yeah. I, I think like. that I just wouldn't be entertaining. So as... The impractical pranksters, as one said, it, <laughs> uh, they do this bit too, and it's just. Uh, I think it's much better when it's like number of laughs than like one laugh. Like it's just like over too quick. So I, I like that there's a. I thought there's just gonna be a tooth. Like we laugh twice and then you're out. I think that would be fine. I don't know if I need three, because I think that that one dude was definitely in there too long. But Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Uh, so it, I just would. It's just funnier to let people laugh and like regroup. But I, I do think the show would be funnier if they couldn't laugh. Like, there's no release. There's just like you have you have to stay stone faced the whole time. There's no timeouts. Although I think that the timeouts might come in for the commercials too. So I don't know. That's true. Since we don't get to see them. What is what's your favorite bit, Rob? I don't know. The bit, I actually kind of I kind of like the bit where a guy just had a flag with someone's face on it and was just like <laughs> moving the flag around and like trying to like put props on the flag. I don't know. I found that was like strangely entertaining. Was that, that was pretty good. So, so talk about the flag. The flag. Are you referring to like the one that they put down? It's like a tablecloth. Yes. Okay. This is a huge flag. Yes. Who was on that flag? Uh, so that was Daisuke, who we thought was the host, but it's actually one of the guys like on the show. Uh, I think he might be the guy with the crappy hair. 
I thought he was the rubber band guy. He, that was my second thought. He's one of those two guys. I thought the guy on the flag was dead. No, they no, were making it was a fun. Joke. It was like a, they're joking that he yeah. was dead or something. They definitely <laughs> said he was dead. Right. They're like, <laughs> this dude's dead. That's disrespectful. So, like, is, is there so a reason why they had a flag of him? Like, is he, is he the alpha comedian and they're, like, trying to get him? Or is it just random? Uh, I don't know. They talked about Daisuke retiring or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which sounded like less of a joke and more of a, like, thing he was doing. Like, maybe this is his last... I feel like with more backstory to this people, this yeah. would be more entertaining. Uh, spoilers, I might go watch episode one and three and four. <laughs> <laughs> like I I wonder how I wonder how popular these people are in Japan. Like like, like are these guys popular comedians that in movies? Are they like I mean, like, like I like I'm trying to picture the American version of this and like thinking about some of the people that like, could be in it. Like and I like I'm I'm wondering what the level of per, of comedian is here. Kevin Hart's in. Kevin Hart's in. <laughs> yeah, that, so that I is mean, he'd be out top so quick. tier. I most. think that we need like an American like five minute segment about like who these people are instead of just like here's this Japanese show. Like I need like <laughs> I need like the cultural magnitude of who these people are. Well, to be fair, that might be what's in episode one. I don't think so. What What is in episode one? Though? I don't know. No. I, it, I Maybe think that's like, yeah. it. It's like intros of who these people are. Maybe. Mm. I just I I don't think that would be that entertaining if it was an hour show. Like I said, five minutes for a reason. Yeah. Like I don't need, you know, well, f- five minutes times ten comedians. I don't need. <laughs> I'll give you ten minutes. Maybe fifteen. Like I don't need. Whoa. I don't need that. I, don't I think Chris just wants someone to explain like. Where these people are in the Japanese level of the comedians, like I need, like like I need a minute and a half per person. Like this is the kind of comedy I do. This is where I'm from. This is how famous I am, and like that's it. Because like I want to know how, like what kind of comedy they they are, or do you want like like a reference point? Like oh, this person. I just need reference points. Like I had this problem while trying to watch the Magnificent Magnificent Seven or Seven Samurai. I'm like. I don't know enough about Japanese culture to get who, what's going on mm. between these seven people. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Harrison, you what's your favorite bit? Uh, so I think my favorite bit. So there's this one guy uh, who was like pretty quiet for like most of the time and like pretty keeping it together. And then someone is like, he's like, I'll be right back. I'm cold. And then, like, and then, he, and then he walks out of like the back area with this big puffy like winter coat and like bright red like track pants on, and like he looks like he already looks insane. It's like it's fastened like all the way up to his chin. He has this like big puffy hood on, and like he looks insane already. And like he's making this incredible face, and like so he, he's he's kind of like that for a little bit, and then at some point. He just takes the, the the jacket part of the jacket off, and it's just this puffy hood that's on his head. Well, I think someone said, "Take that jacket off," and he goes, "Okay." Yeah, and it's just <laughs> and it's such a good reveal. And then he's just walking around with just like this puffy jacket hood on for so long, just smoking cigarettes and following around the dude in the bow tie. It's so, it was so good. unbelievable. The best part about that bit is that the bow tie guy. Like, yeah, the bit's good. But the, the fact that the bow tie guy just like can't handle it, and like like that that facial expression he was making was so was so good. It was just <laughs> he oh is my a, god, yeah. He, not to be offensive, 
but I'm gonna be probably. <laughs> he's got like a big face. He's got a big head, and like it, it looks really weird. To well, have this thing on somebody him. else with a you bigger know who head. really has a big head in that show. I don't know if this is anybody's favorite bit, but the luchador guy. Yeah, I like. The, I I mean, I said my favorite, but I really yeah. enjoyed the luchador. That was like my second pick. <laughs> yeah, I just really. I was surprised it only took like so. Like this bit was they had this Mexican. They just this guy says, uh, "I started lucha libre last week. Let me come out and show you my masks." And he's like shirtless. He comes out in a mask, the regular mask. Then he comes out with like kind of like little hairy. There's like a weirder mask and then an even weirder mask. And then like on the fourth mask, somebody just breaks down and laughs. I really wanted him to go like a couple hours just coming out with different Lucha Libre. Masks. Oh man. I mean, do you think that he go that he goes back to the well on the masks at some point? I hope like, so. I really just got it. I think that that would be just a great like recurring bit through the whole show. It's just like him coming out with the weird, super weird masks. Like, if he randomly disappears saying nothing and then co- like like three hours from now, if he just disappears and comes back out where that mask, he's going to at least going to get somebody. Like, I, I was like that. Like I, I wasn't sure exactly what he was doing. And so like the first few masks, like there wasn't really much reaction. And like, just as I said, this mask thing doesn't seem to be working for her, And he comes up with another mask and the guy starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. do think it would have been funnier if he just came out with a mask on. Like when you're not, I feel like like the thing that gets me with the show is that like everyone uh, like announces that they're gonna do a bit. Like okay, I'm gonna go do this thing now. Like I don't understand. And they go to the room and they get some prop and they come back. Like just go do it and just have the surprise factor. I mean, they didn't always do that. Like the guy with the lion mane. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like to me, it makes it funnier that people laugh at these clearly stupid things that like nobody should be laughing at. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I guess there's just one thing. Or James, you wanna you get your favorite bit? Uh, so favorite one is is the mask guy, <laughs> but not so much for the mask, but more for. And I don't know if this was an on purpose bit, but when he gets on the chair <laughs> and oh. acts like he's gonna do a wrestling move, and then kind of shifts his weight, and then the chair just breaks and he just eats it <laughs> incredibly hard. Oh, he yeah. almost hit his face on the table. Oh, I think so he wrecked himself on the couch or something. It's no good. That was definitely, I think. I laughed at the most. Oh, yeah. And none of them did. And I was so proud I of them. I can't believe no one laughed Everyone at that. Everyone in that room was like, are you okay? Like, shocked face. And then everyone in this room was laughing hysterically. And, and the host was laughing. Yeah, the host was like not concerned at all for this guy. He's just laughing away. He's like, he's like, he's like what? No one's actually injured, right? And the guy's rolling around the ground. Right. You're like, uh. So, like, do you think there's like a cultural thing here where like, you know, we're all sitting here in America, and we laugh at this guy hurting himself, or what looked like he hurt himself, and they're just legitimately concerned that he actually hurt himself. No, well, I, no the, the host they're just, they just know. I think I they know. were. I think they were all prepared to like not laugh at whatever he did. Mm. Like they like slapstick comedy. This is very up their alley. I uh, yeah. So I just, they're, they're just expecting that kind of stuff more than like. I definitely wasn't expecting the chair to break. I thought oh, I was going to no. jump off the chair or something. Yeah. Just to be clear, he wasn't trying to break the chair, right? Like that was not a planned like part him. of the bit. <laughs> Unless he, I don't know. so like, if there's something where we didn't see him bring out that chair, like from the back, like this is it. If a this is chair. his prop chair, like then I could definitely see this like crowd not like being surprised, right? They're like, oh yeah, he brought that chair out. Surprise, it broke. Like, who knows? I have no idea. Like, I'd like to think that it was on purpose that the chair broke. So I, I fall in like a chair's broke on me. 
and I definitely got real hurt. Oh, like, I'm sure. So, I mean, I fell on some stuff, so that, <laughs> that's mostly what I got hurt on. But like, it's not. It has to be something that you train or something. Like, you can't just like, oh, fell on me. I guess I'll go get my other Lucha Libre mask. Like, <laughs> I yeah. feel like that well, would hurt. He was on his feet though, right? When no. it fell. He was standing on top of the He was chair. trying to jump, and he, like, fell. Right, but I'm just saying, like, that's different than when you're sitting on it and it falls. No, no, no. I was standing on the chair, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Chris, Chris was, was trying to do a wrestling move <laughs> in his whoops. Lucha Libre mask. <laughs> like, I was Chris. trying to put something up, and it, I was standing on a chair because the only thing I had, and it fell. Like, so I'm saying, he's like, when I fell, like, this is legit. This thing happened to me. I was definitely hurt. Chris did with this Ooh, guy. No. Got oh, no. Got it. man. That's Chris was like, on the show. This dude just coming out later. Like, he must have had some sort of plan, I think, to do that. Anyone got any other minutiae they really want to go over? Well, I, we got to talk about the intro of this show. Right? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> the best <laughs> intro ever on this show. It's got to be the best we've seen. It's so good. Like, I don't even know what's in the contest here. Like, who put her uh, married at first sight? Like, yeah, I'm not sure that I can even remember any other intro now. (laughs) (laughs) Who can, like, explain this a bit? All right. I'm trying to think of how to do it. and I got nothing. So there's like sort of two guys who look like they're about to do a street fight type thing. And then, like, I don't really remember what happened. Some guy does something at the other guy, like does a weird hand move. And then you get a zoom in on guy two's skeleton and you see like he's kind of holding in a chuckle. Uh, like you see his teeth moving up and down. And then, you know, you, you zoom out from the skeleton. He starts laughing and then he just explodes. <laughs> like <laughs> It's also very cinematic. It's yeah, like very, it's very dark. It's, like, it's very stylish. It's very good. It's super, super dramatic. It's basically like one dude like does this like really funny face kind of thing and it just explodes the other dude because he laughed so much. Like, yeah, it's great. And it's all to like insane EDM music. And, like, <laughs> oh, the EDM. <laughs> I might want to just go watch that intro again. The intro is great. We I should agree. definitely post a link to the intro. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And we will okay. link to that. We'll link to the episode. It's on Amazon. So there you go. Just, just, it's, it's just, worth just it watch it. <laughs> uh, I guess the other minutia I think I should bring up is the next time on. Oh, that next time on. Oh, I had God. a really good snap of this, but like, there's just like somebody the the uh, rubber band guy is back at it and he like rubber bands some dude's butt and you're just like what? <laughs> not, it's not like a butt. not his not his butt his butthole <laughs> it was like, it was a next level <laughs> shot like what is the con how does this happen <laughs> there seems to be there's a lot of pants off comedy routines oh yeah up. there was like some other one where like it appeared that some <laughs> dude had a big piece of fly paper and he stuck it to, to the, the guy's other. junk and just ripped it off like something like that right yes uh, it was That's anthony it, like. it was the guy with the his pants off and it was just like i think i think this show is trying to answer chris's favorite question would the show be better if everyone was naked we'll find out well the Oof. one dude said as he was leaving he was he put this they asked him what his props oh, yeah, were bow tie. and he was like bow tie guy and he's like oh i got these sunglasses and he's like what are you gonna do with those or like i was gonna come out with just the sunglasses on (laughs) (laughs) so i have a question about the next time on 
after you do that, would you reuse that rubber band or would you throw it out? Or wash it off? You gotta at least you gotta wash just it like, at least. <laughs> you gotta wash does it. Does it does it come up or does this guy just like use it again on his face? I think he, he I think it's it. part of the comedy bit. You you don't wash it and you try to get people to laugh. <laughs> you, just, you just deal with that pink eye later. And uh, then he just rubs that thing all over his face. Sure. There you go. Uh, I got one more small minutiae thing of so it was kind of interesting that you could hear like the host in a separate room, but they did something with the audio where you can definitely hear the host laughing at stuff they're doing when no one in the room is laughing. And at times I found it kind of confusing. I was like, wait, who's laughing? Why is like, and I was like, oh wait, the host's laughing. I, I kind of liked it. I, li- I see what you're saying. They definitely did that. It kind of felt like we're also the refs. Like we're like involved with the show, even though we're like not. Yeah. I don't know. Like this, like camera in a camera kind of situation. It'd be nice if there were a little picture in picture of like the ref, so you know it's him laughing. Yeah, yeah the picture in picture would be good because they have to have a know. cut back to him. Yeah, I don't know. The ref also has an audience behind him that we never really get to see. I want to know more about that. <laughs> how do I get there? Uh, <laughs> I, I would be really curious to see how the show would watch if the the host judge guy had like a partner there. Because like there could be a little podcast within the show, a little bit of banter, like "Ooh, looks like that guy might be starting to laugh." What yeah. do you think? Well, ooh, yeah, I was actually going to ask: Would this sh- would it be better, or would it kind of break the real time if there was a cutaway to a podcast to discuss things yeah. that were going on, and then it cuts back to the show? But I think you could maybe do it real time. You could with maybe the do host. real time with the host. Like, yeah, I true. think sort of a sportscaster type situation would be great. <laughs> so the host has his like podcast panel, and he's like, "Oh wait, hits the button. I got to go hand out some red cards. I'll be back." <laughs> I, yeah, I think you just add. A I think this is. I think it works well how it is. I, I I see what you're saying, but this is definitely like event TV. I think this is six hours real time scheduled on some channel. And the, oh, you think like, they're just rolling this thing like? As I think this happened? is real time. Yeah. Oh, so man. like when you watch, so it's just like the big Saturday thing or something, and like everyone's just hanging out, getting some food, and watch watching these people try to laugh. Or well, if you watch Ninja Warrior, yeah. like the Japanese version of Ninja Warrior on G Four or whatever back in the day, that was all done in one day. That was real time, like event in Japan, and Dude, they I split like it through American a bunch Ninja of episodes. War- or Japanese Ninja Warrior or just Japanese. Ninja Warrior? I don't know. Whatever. Well, there's this watching in real time. I feel like would actually be like quite fun. It's like it's just like oh, this thing's gonna happen. Oh man, I saw that dude earlier. It's this like the second run. Like, it's like watching go? the Olympics, kind of. Right. It's, yeah. yeah. So I, I think that that's just more of a thing. So I think the way that we're watching this, I'm, it's most likely in real time with like commercial breaks or like some stuff content edited out probably for this broadcast. But the initial broadcast, I'm, it seems like it would be in real time. That'd be all. I mean, that'd be the cool way to do it for sure. You get you get that kind of like sports atmosphere to it. Mm-hmm. Exciting news! There are five seasons of this. Oh one, man! One aired April twenty eighteen. Wow! Oh, are they man. all on Amazon or just season one? I, I don't know about that. This I, might not be like the the like fifth season. This could be like season three or four. This like this is the American could be a great Amazon. British baking show situation. A lot of yeah. the like interviews made it seem like this is the first time he's done the experiment. Maybe. Also, the interviews in the show were also really cinematic. They oh. were also like, like the intro, and they were really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bowtie, uh, part of Bowtie's goodbye is like he says, nobody laughs as much as I do. Like, I'm, oh, wait, no, it was a different guy. Nobody laughs as much as I do in real life. Uh, I, I'm the only person who laughed all the way through Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Jimmy, actually. That, 
That may it might have been Jimmy. But yeah, oh, I, we laughed really hard at I'm the only one who laughed all through <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> he should have used that in the show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got the ratings. Let's do it. All right, James, give it to me. I don't think I should go first, but if you want me to, I can. No, it's fine. Um, so I'm going to rain on everyone's parade. I absolutely hated the show. <laughs> okay. Um, I know that you all really seem to enjoy it, so we'll, we'll see how the ratings go. Um, I don't get it. I don't think it was funny. I uh, didn't enjoy my time spent with the show. Um, I think a lot of it is just I don't really care for prop comedy, slapstick humor, and just sort of dumb shit happening and it, like the in the first half of the show just really pissed me off like a was it the jimmy guy with the sailor moon outfit he yeah. was super annoying um and then you combine that with just a bunch of people yelling about stuff and i don't know like i really like the japanese language but like this was just is so abrasive and there's all these dudes yelling in a language i don't understand and i just like immediately got a headache and was like i can't handle this show mm. so anyways Sorry to rain on the parade and hate on it, but it's definitely bottom third, number nine on the James scale. Terrible show. You will never watch again. Bottom of the bottom. Damn. No, Sorry I mean, hey, that's James, okay. you're welcome to your opinion, and I understand completely. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, if you, if you like prop comedy, those things, like, hey, go for it. Give it a give it a watch. Like, if if you don't like those things and you feel anywhere like me, like this is not this this show's not going to do it. So what I'm hearing is you you don't want to go to the Carrot Top show this weekend. Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> how about I, that, I mean, how about that Gallagher show? <laughs> he's working out a whole lot, or I'd say I'd punch him in the face. But you know, yeah, <laughs> I Would, definitely don't want to be hanging out with Carrot Guy. <laughs> carrot Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Would Carrot Top p- and Gallagher be on the American version of this show? Like yeah. they're the only prop this, people that I'm aware of. So like, I know that we started the ratings, but like, can we can we talk can we talk about who we, who we want to see on the show from like American comics? Uh, like, let's we'll come back. Let's go okay, through okay, ratings. Okay, 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 okay. That's the that's the after. Okay, okay, okay. Give your okay. rating. Go. Um. Yeah. I mean, show's definitely good. Uh, I think this is probably going to be middle third, maybe kind of towards the towards the top of the middle for me. Uh, I'm I'm de- I'm in, I'm interested in watching another episode of it. Like I definitely give the next episode a shot and kind of kind of see how it's going. But certainly liked it. I I liked you know, as I do in some of these competition shows. I like I liked I like some of the strategy behind it. Some, some like the I like whether you're on comedy offense or defense. I kind of like some of that stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's, it's a good show. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of James's gripes are totally legit. And despite that, I'm throwing it in my top third, bottom of the top. Um, Jimmy was fucking unbearable. I'm so glad he's gone, but he really dragged it down. And prop comedy doesn't really do it for me, but I still found this show really funny. And I bet you, like, the later episodes probably get really intense joke-wise. Like, they're probably holding on for their best stuff for last, right? I hope so. Um, so... I'm in between. I I I don't know. I Just say middle a, of the middle. It's fine. It's a, it's a really hard one to rank. Actually, I think. I think it really is. I think I'm gonna put it in the top third. I'm gonna agree with Max in the bottom of the top third. I think that this with. If you remove Jimmy from the show altogether, it might just be middle of the top. But like Jimmy definitely brings it down. And I think going forward, the show's is getting more and more intense, which I really intrigues me. Yeah. So like I'm definitely like more interested in watching like as the show progresses and maybe maybe i don't really want to watch episode one 
but I do really want to know who the hell all these people are. So maybe I, I do think it would make it a little, it would be even higher up on the list. If it would, they gave me more context to who these people are, which I can't blame them for. Cause we didn't watch the first episode. <laughs> so maybe they did. And we just didn't watch it. Fair. So I like we started the show and again, it was, it was very weird. I didn't really get it, but like, by the end, like when the next time on started rolling, I was like, wait, that's it. There's no more. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely was like, oh, I'm kind of disappointed there's not more. So I think I somehow or other, I was definitely in. It really so turned it, it in the top. Oh, man. Oh, going top. <laughs> I'm going top. Damn. I like I can't really explain like when James, you said, you know, well, if you like prop comedy, you like it. And I was like, well, that's not why I liked it, but I definitely liked it for some reason. So <laughs> I'm putting it in the top. I, as I said, as we were talking about, like when they just do try to make each other laugh, the other people laughing is what's funny or yeah. not laughing. That's the funny part. Like sometimes it's funny what they're doing, but not not really. Like I'm not really laughing at their bit. I'm like laughing at the other people trying not to laugh. Totally, totally. I also I, definitely want to see the Americanized version of this show. This, yeah. I But the thing is, America won't do it right. America won't do like Probably a six-hour event. They'll just be like, no, we got to have a house. It's got to be like three weeks. It's got to be like... Three blah, weeks? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't I'm think just you're like, getting any kind of decent No, they're just... But they're going to so. take yeah, this... It's, it's a celebrity Big Brother situation. Yeah, they're just going to take right. this premise and just like... Bastardize it. Bastardize it to enough that it's like not the same premise anymore. The comedians are Carrot Top, oh. Johnny Bananas, wow. and Meta World Peace. Oh, <laughs> no. God damn. Well, like, they, and that's, that would be what would happen. It'd be something like that. And you're like, damn it. Well, NBC does have that comedy reality show. At least they used to. Uh, Last Comic Standing. Yeah. Right? I've never seen it. Was it the same format as the show? That show was good. No, no, no. I watched like the first season and I enjoyed it. Yeah. That was a good but show. it was just like 10 comedians fight to be the best like stand up. I think it's, they rebooted it, but it was this formula. Like, the name's good for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would also be really like, what do you call it if you don't? You can't call Ask Comic Standing anymore. Call it Documental. <laughs> Documental. <laughs> but, like, what would happen in the show, like an American version of the show, where, like, you got, like, legit good comedians? Like, I don't know. You, like, like you pick some of your favorites. Like, me personally, I'd be like, I'd love to see like Aziz and like Amy Schumer in here or something, and then like name some others and like, like just see what they could do. The person that I'm picturing being on the show is very clearly Will Ferrell, and I think that like he yeah. like his style of comedy would like he he would be incredible to watch on this kind of show. The, yeah, I the plums bit, the plums, <laughs> the, plums. the Will Ferrell's <laughs> bit. definitely Pretty people good. that have been on SNL definitely have a good advantage. It would, it would it would be it would be cool to just see like the current cast of SNL just do like some YouTube stream that is just this for yeah. like some day that they're at work. I would definitely I think that they should do that. I think it'd be so I think easy that, to like, execute. SNL season finale just this like four six hour event <laughs> where like <laughs> no, they wouldn't do it for the season finale. It's just some random thing in the middle of the season. Is just this thing to like yeah. promote the rest it's, of the it's season. Stream, it's stream on YouTube. It goes for four six hours, whatever. Be great. I think it should be on NBC. Just sure, like, sure, just sure. On TV. Sometimes it's hard for NBC to carve out a, a four it's four six hour Saturday. block. They're not There's having nothing anything but on shit on anyways. <laughs> They'll put it on, off some of that other bullshit. They'll put it on CNBC. It's fine. CNBC. The thing is, it's like just like a once a t- once a year thing. It's an event. You like, yeah. I think you get a lot of people watching. Uh, I mean, co- I mean, Comedy Central would put on live TV. I don't know. Fucking NBC can name name one other NBC show. I bet you can cut it. Like, name right one. Now. <laughs> like, any other show. Just, why not matter. put it on like 
Amazon. This was on Amazon. Well, we're just or talking Netflix about S- we're talking SNL. About SNL. Oh, if it's, it's SNL, on yeah, NBC. I guess it's so like, yeah. I agree. Other networks would be better about it, but like, we're talking about SNL, it's on NBC. That is true. Yeah. Hey. Oh shit. Uh, so this <laughs> formula is called "You Laugh, You Lose," and just googled "You Laugh, You Lose." Will Ferrell versus Mark Wahlberg exists. Oh, oh man, that'd be great. We gotta pause the podcast. Pause right and now. stop the pod. Oh, there's one with John Cena. Oh no. Yeah, but this isn't like ten on ten people. Yeah, this yeah, is like yeah. No, this is one v one. But uh, Will Ferrell's in. Great, yeah. great. Maybe that future Who Put This On episode, maybe. Oh. Who knows? Even though it doesn't seem like a reality show, it's just 1v1. Yeah. When is it a game show? When is it a reality show? It's true. This is kind of a game show. It's a competition reality show. It is very documental. (laughs) (laughs) He said it. I don't think think it's a game show. I think it has enough non-game show thing it also it also has testimonials key trade of reality shows and like they don't know the rules that also like helps locked (laughs) locked in a house with cameras it's kind of like poker too like it is kind of like poker you put in money and the buy-in yeah it's definitely and there's bluffing and trying to get people to you know yeah oh yeah I'm having a real time hard time coming up with this comedian that I think would do well on the show like you're thinking someone but the name is escaping you yeah it's like the really angry dude that was oh, in uh, on on the Lewis Daily Black? Show. Lewis Black. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad we all. Uh, I was we all like, knew from the really I was angry like the dude. really angry dude. Somebody's gonna get. Oh him, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I went to Gilbert Godfrey on that. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> oh, he's I, he's he was on Celebrity Apprentice. We watched it, right? Oh, he was. Oh no. What? Don't bring that times. up. Oh, man, I, I know. I know. Every time you like remember this, yes. Stop. I don't want to remember it. It's so bad. Uh, anyone? I, I think that wraps up our documental talk. Calling it good recommendation, Kay. Uh, anyone? Kay, I hate you now. <laughs> uh, anyone watch the challenge this week? Oh yeah, yeah. A brief challenge update, maybe. Definitely, definitely watch the challenge this week. Drama episode. It was a big time drama episode. It was a hell of an episode. I yeah. really want to get Chris's take on this episode because I guarantee you didn't like it. Oh yeah. Uh, I put it on while I was working. And I was glad because I didn't really want to watch it. It, it was, was nice. Like sometimes when you do that and the challenge is like a lot of challenges, you know, I get kind of like I'm not really watching it and I miss it. And I kind of miss this challenge. Like I started watching midway through. I'm like, what are they trying to do? And I didn't know. But uh, the rest of the episode, I was just like, yeah, whatever. You can talk about your drama. And I'm like, whatever. But I do like after watching a season and a half now to have like a season where there's like a different dynamic where everyone has a team, which is like a team dynamic definitely changes this game up a lot. Yeah. Cause the past two seasons have all been individual ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is so, the team thing been done before? I can't remember. I haven't yeah. watched as many. As it's, it's so, I mean, some folks they've, on this they've done, they've done rivals episodes. So that's ba- like, like pairs of twos again. Basically, like basically this season is like rivals four, but they're calling it, the final reckoning, but like they've had other rival season where you pair with your worst enemy kind of thing. They've had battle of the X's where you're paired with your, your ex. Who do they, who do they pair with Corey in that case? Uh, just, <laughs> just every, everyone. It's a, it's just one big team. It's like an eight person <laughs> oh, that's right. team. Corey is not in the season. Corey's not in the it's season. It's unbelievable. There's people that are not in the season. Cause there's so many people on this show right now. It's a oh, ton yeah. of people, it's like on 40 people on the show. Does bananas have a partner yet? 
Bananas yes. does have a partner. I can't believe that Tony is Bananas' partner. And it's, it's Big Tone. Oh. Like, Harrison Tony must be is, so excited. Oh, yeah. Tony and Bananas are just way too good at, like, the actual competition. It is definitely not a balanced team. Like, they're b- about to run through people. I think, like, but, like, but, but, but also people are going to... So. People are definitely going to gang up on them early and try and get them out, but uh, they're really dominant. They got to be. Do you think that they're the favorite or Brad and Kyle? After it's, seeing that first challenge out of them, it's it's. I think it's still got to be bananas and Tony just for the all around game. Brad, and, like neither Brad or Kyle have have ever won a challenge. Sure, sure. Uh, they, I mean, I think that the Tony bananas drama is manufactured. I think it is too. Yeah. So like, I think they're still buds, and it's hell for half the pe- most of the people on the show, except for those like. A handful of people, and that includes Tony and Bananas. So, yeah. like, are you are you saying you think one. they're going to win? I think they have a very, very good chance they're going to win. Uh, I I feel like the challenges this season are probably going to be like set up so that you know less strong teams, like pure human strength wise, still have a chance. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's definitely interesting because there are like there are all guy teams, there are all girls teams, and there are mixed teams as well. So, like. It's, I mean, they have to be a little bit careful about how they design some of the challenges. Yeah, but the chal- the producers of the challenge have never been good at that. So <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, another show. Wait, wait, wait. Before, <laughs> last time you left on a cliffhanger yeah. that two people were kicked out, but you didn't know what was going to happen to their partners. Yeah. Resolve they, the. Yeah. So TJ ended up kicking and kicking out the people that got in the fight, and then the two partners paired up and, and made a so team. So now together. they're a team. Now they're a team. How's uh, Crazy Kaylee doing? Crazy Kaylee is still crazy. There's like all kinds of stuff keeps on coming up in the show about crazy things she's done. Like apparently she outed Natalie as a lesbian in an Instagram comment in between the seasons. Like there's like a <laughs> bunch of crazy stuff that like she's been doing. That like she hasn't been particularly crazy on the show, but like every yeah. like everybody hates her because like th- she's been doing all this, all this crazy stuff. Yeah, she's wow. definitely not as crazy as X on the Beach UK. But yeah. Mm. She is crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. I guess one thing before we move on, as I was about to, is I still don't like this Redemption House thing. Like, they keep bringing, they keep pulling it back, and it's just like, there's too much time wasted on this for impact in the actual challenge. I love the Redemption House. (laughs) You're an idiot. I'm just saying, like, I just think that, like, It just adds another level of complexity and strategy to the game and gives people another thing to think about. Like, even, like, last season when there was no Redemption House, it was in people's minds. They're just like, do you think there's going to be a Redemption House? Like, so, 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 like, okay. Yeah. It's fine that there's a Redemption House. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. I just have a problem with how much airtime the Redemption House gets. <laughs> yeah. I, I get that completely. Like, if it were only challenges about the Redemption House and, like, they kept it pretty short for the social part, I'd be down. Like, if there was, like, at the end of the episode, people get kicked off, then there was, like, a two-minute segment about them going to the challenge house, the redemption house and be like, this is what happened on the redemption house, instead of just being like, yeah, yeah, let me move over to the redemption house for two, minute, two minutes, and then next segment, let's check in with the redemption house for, like, the one person that might have a chance of winning this thing. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I do think that, like, 
one of the reasons that the Redemption House is interesting to me is that like it is a completely different type of challenge there. Like it is a situation where these people are sitting around with no information and nothing to do and only alcohol in the house. And like no, and like a very small amount of people Only there. Only alcohol. No, that's what it seems There's no like. food. That's what Only. it seems like. They're like they're in every shot. They're drinking this crazy green-looking alcohol. It looks straight up like antifreeze. Yeah, it looks insane. <laughs> and like we saw this a lot more in the last season that they had a redemption house. But like the people in the redemption house just slowly started to go crazy because of the, of the situation. I thought that was interesting. So we'll see what happens this time. Maybe. Uh, anyway, James. Yeah. Tell me about this other show that came back. Oh, we talking about Floor Band of Shore again? Yeah. Did we? I thought we talked about it last week. Did we talk but, about uh, it too much? I mean, we, we talked about it briefly, I thought. But uh, yeah, Floor Band of Shore, season two, back on the air. I haven't seen episode two yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, Floor Band of Shore airs on Mondays on MTV. Got Floor Bama Shore Mondays, Challenge Tuesdays, Challenge Tuesdays, Jersey Thursday, Podcast Wednesdays, Jersey. Podcast Wednesday. Yeah, our whole and who the hell knows what happens. Our Friday. whole week is filled yeah, with listen to podcasts TV. on yeah. Thursday. This podcast or is whenever we my po- nightly activities, Chris. Whenever we post podcasts, this podcast is taking over my <laughs> so life. So I also popped on Floor Bama Shore while I was doing work today. <laughs> oh man, no, no episode too big. Sports. Does Chris work? Gonna, I just don't. I'm not really liking the season that much, to be honest. The first episode was kind of a rocky start. Courtney, that's is like she hasn't peed yet. She's just too much drama for this season at this point, and I'm just I don't know. It's just not as fun. Yeah, that's all. That was kind of the vibe I, I got from episode one. Uh, hopefully, it gets a little better. Better. I, I kind of want to see them just like I think what was great about season one was when like. They just get real drunk and they go out partying and they end up in like some crazy cheap dive bar in the Panama City Beach area and like just nuts things happen. People try to fight them and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. That was like the most interesting parts to watch. Yeah. Not these drama who touched my bag. Right. Not them fighting with each other. Like, it's like, okay, like whatever. I agree. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not too much of that. Yeah. Anyone got any other show they want to? I... I, I started watching Succession, that new show on HBO. Ooh. So I, I saw the first episode, uh, I think on, on on Sunday night, and it was it was it was pretty good. I definitely definitely enjoyed it. Definitely gonna keep watching it. Uh, seems seems interesting. Seems dark. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm really in for these dark. It is shows. it is very much like a, you know, it's it's a show about these people. This giant media coming. It's kind of like a show about like a Rupert Murdoch type type guy, and it's very kind of. Feels very kind of Trumpian, sounds, big uh, business kind of situation. Sounds heavy. Oh, yeah, it's good. No, it's good. It's good. Would use. It's good. Heavy. Heavy. Heavy hitter. Uh, I've been slowly making my way through, speaking of heavy, Handmaid's Tale season oh. two. Oh, oh yeah. boy. Ooh, Real heavy. It it's heavy. Pretty heavy. <laughs> like, you can only watch one a day, and then you're like, okay, I'm, That's what I, I was need to walk away from that. Yeah. What, what number episode are you on? Uh, I think I watched nine. Oh, uh, you and me might be at the same spot. We'll talk off the pod. Okay. That I mean, that's what I was. I told Harrison when he said he watched the show. I'm like, if I was gonna watch something heavy, I'd probably watch The Handmaid's Tale. But I can't even get. I can't even do that. Like I'm on episode zero of season two, so like I haven't even started it. Yeah, but it's like it's good, but it's it's definitely. it's not the. It's, not, it's no Jersey Shore in terms of being a fun <laughs> romp, uh, you know, <laughs> in the world. But I think it might be f- like it might have been fun in retrospect to like, do you you watch a Handmaids and then you immediately follow it up with a Jersey Shore Chaser? That might be a good yeah. you know way to work through it. Yeah, I've yeah. definitely done exactly that. <laughs> 
Isn't well, uh, what's his name? DJ Polly D coming to town at some point. DJ Polly D is coming to town. You think we can get it's, him on the pod? Well, his show's sold out, so we're not sure we're gonna get in the show. <laughs> no, no, just have him come be a guest on this pod. We should, we should tweet at we him should, yeah, from the Hoop with the Son account. Yeah, we gotta, uh, gotta <laughs> can you imagine support. if Paulie D was here? <laughs> I don't great. even know what we would do. <laughs> what would we do? <laughs> I think we'd play Stack Cup at least <laughs> <laughs> on the pod. We just get him to DJ for us. Let's just Facebook Live that. Like, yo, he oh, can yeah. teach us how to use this mixing board. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, I think that it for us this week uh please rate us on itunes you can find us on facebook.com slash who put this on you can find us on twitter at who put this on please email us questions and suggestions at who put this on at gmail.com and uh we'll see you guys next time